Hey guys, Sunny D here. You are getting ready to listen to the YFYI podcast episode 222, where I'm going to be talking to you guys today about the possibility of getting twice as much experience in half the amount of time. It's not a shortcut. It's going to require an immense amount of work, but it is possible, I believe. If you need five years of experience, but you need it like in two and a half years or even two years or maybe less, then this is the pod for you. Buckle up, take some notes. Can't wait to hear your feedback. I really think you're going to enjoy this episode of the YFY podcast. Let's get it going with episode two, two, two. course it is here we go probably got to turn this off right don't want to get some copyright infringement what up what up what up what up how is everybody doing out there in the world in the world of y f y i i am excited to be back behind the microphone it has been a minute it has been a minute since i jumped on the pod so welcome welcome back this is your first time tuning in to the yfyi podcast thank you for being here i am your host sunny d if you're watching this out in the world if you're listening to this on the pod app of your choice whether it be itunes spotify stitcher iheart Or if you're catching a little clip on the gram, if you're catching a little show on the tube, the YouTube, welcome. Welcome back. I'm excited to be back. Excited to do another episode of the YFY podcast where I come to you each and every week and talk about your first year in. Now, whether that be your first year in business, your new business, your new career path, you just graduated from school, you're starting your first week on the job, whether that be your first year in and you're in week one of year one and you just started beauty school, got to hang out with a lot of new future professionals out in the field, haven't been in the field in forever. I'm pretty sure the last time I did this pod, I may have been to one place, but now things are starting to, we're starting to book some education in person. So I got to go to, where did I go? Went to Illinois, outside of Chicago, Lombard, shout out, PMTS Lombard. Went there. That was, I believe that was their first in-person guest artist that they had since being back on campus and starting to bring their students back to school. Since we talked last, where else did I go? I went to Arkansas, PMTS Arkansas, big shout out there. Went to PMTS Springfield in Missouri, a couple hours away. Shout out there. Went to my home school, Tampa, PMTS Tampa, day school, night school, future professional. Shout out there. It felt good to be back. So I've been a little busy. That's why I haven't been on the pod. That's why I haven't been on the phone, the microphone. But it felt good to be back. It felt good to get in, you know, a room with some people and educate and 
hopefully we can keep it going. Hopefully we can keep it going in person education. So been a little busy. So since the last time we talked, your first year in, maybe you're just getting started. Maybe this is your first episode in to the YFY podcast. This is episode like two. What did we say this was? Two. Let's see. Let's see. 222. 222 episodes. Where have you been? If this is your first time tuning into the podcast. The only question I have for you right now is where have you been? 222 episodes into the podcast. So if this is your first year in the beauty industry, you're just getting started. This is the right place. You're in the right place. Now, what if you already graduated school? You're out there. You're in the field. You're in the big, bad world of beauty. You're in the salon. This is your first year, and now you're going through it. Now you're going through it. And when I wrote your first year in, my first book, your first year in the beauty industry, how to not, how to not just survive. Because a lot of people, unfortunately, they're in survival mode. That's not what this book is about. This book is not about survival. This book is about thriving. Why do anything to just survive? Why do anything? You know, if you're not a swimmer, right? I'm a little bit of a swimmer. I like to swim. Actually, was swimming this morning. But if you're not a swimmer, I met a guy at the pool. He was getting out and he's, you know, he's, hey, whoa, I hurt. I like, I'm like listening. You know, I wasn't like looking at him, but I was like listening because I'm like getting ready, get my stuff together, getting my lane set up, getting ready to get in. And he's getting out of the pool and he's like, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm like, what is he? Is he about to have a heart attack? Right. So I'm remembering like CPR, like what do I need to do? One, two, three compressions, breathe one. Two. Like, I don't know. So I kind of like glance at him get at the side eye here and I'm like looking like, he, OK, he looks like he's he's getting up. OK, he's he's standing up and he's getting his towel and he's starting to like walk, you know, towards me because he's in the further lane furthest lane from the entrance. And I'm like, there's like four lanes in this pool. So I'm like going to be in like lane two or whatever. He's probably I guess you would say four. So he's now going to have to go buy me to leave. And so he's, oh, huh? Uh, uh, uh. And as he's walking by me, he's like, I don't, I don't know how, how people do this. Right. And he's talking about swimming. And he, I'm like, he's like, I don't know how people could, could, could enjoy this. He's like looking at me, he looks at me. Then he's like, do you enjoy this? I'm like, yeah, actually I do. I'm like, actually, it's it's my favorite exercise out of all the exercises, running, biking, lifting weights, whatever, because it's and I'm start telling them I start. It's like it's nice. It's easy on the body, your joints, your muscles. You get a full body workout. You get cardio. You get toning you get. But but I told them I was like, the thing is, you have to get used to swimming in the water. I was like, we walk on earth upright. We're, you know, that's how we survive. We're not water creatures. We're not water animals. We're not amphibious like that. So you have to get used to the water. And I told them, I was like, and you have to work with the water, not fight the water. And that's what is going on in the beauty industry. And that might be what's going on in your career right now. Are you fighting your career 
Are you fighting against the current or are you going with the flow? And so that's what I told him, you know, and you got to go with it. You got to work with it. And it took me a while. I used to get in. It used to be, I used to be the same way. Like you get into the pool or you get into a body of water and you're literally fighting against like drowning. You're not thriving. You're literally fighting to survive. And sometimes in the beginning of our career, in the beginning of starting your new business, in the beginning of the beginning of the beginning, you might feel like you're fighting to survive, like you're not thriving. You literally feel like you're fighting to survive. And so when I wrote that first book, it was about not about surviving, not about just trying to keep your head above water. What kind of life is that? It's not. So that first you know, book was about how to thrive in the business of beauty, not survive, thrive in the business of beauty. And how do you thrive? You know, when you're just getting started in anything, there's a big learning curve, right? You're going to realize that if you're just getting started, there's going to be a big learning curve. How can you shorten the timeline? You know, I met a couple of students that came up to me and they were asking questions and I want to kind of go over some of those questions I got and during the Q&A at the end of my presentation and a couple of them they were wondering you know like they're a little bit older they're like you know I'm not a spring chicken you know I'm a little bit older I'm just starting this I'm like okay I was like I was a little bit older I didn't get into the beauty industry I didn't get into beauty school out of high school I didn't even have a thought about going into the beauty school out of high school it was several years five six seven years later so if you're a little bit older guess what else you are you're probably a little bit more experienced you're a little bit more you're a little bit wiser you know maybe not about beauty but just about life because the experience of life is something that you can leverage as you come into your new venture. So they're talking to me like, oh, yeah. so how do you, how do you get past that, you know, that stumbling block and get past that curve? And maybe you want to get there a little bit quicker. Now, time, patience, you're not going to replace those things, but what could you do? You could work harder. You could step it up. You could put your gear into second, third, fourth, and fifth instead of using the excuse. Think about what an excuse is. It's a cover-up for the truth, right? It's a cover-up for the truth. The truth is, okay, yeah, you may feel like you already did a career or you started. I, my oldest student I ever had was, like, I think, 53 years old, just got started because he did the what a lot of us do leave ourselves on the back burner and want to be in beauty school, want to start a business, want to open the salon, but don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Put myself off, put myself back, put myself back. And then finally one day like, Oh yeah. What about me? I want to do this now. Okay, cool. You're doing it now. Why are you here? Why are you here? What do you want to get done? Does it have to take 10 years, 20 years? No, it doesn't. What do you want to get done? Because I guarantee you, if you start learning, you want it's a learning curve. If you start learning at three times the rate, four times the rate, you can get three times the result, four times the result. If you start practicing three times the rate, four times the rate, you could get three times the result, four times the result. So how long do you want it to take? 
your first year in, which I always say is really like 12 to 18 months, that 12 to 18 months that you are just getting started, that 12 to 18 months doesn't mean that you're only going to have 12 to 18 months experience at the end of that 12 to 18 months. Why? Because you could do three times, four times, five times the work in the same amount of time and get three times, four times, five times the experience. And that's what I decided to do. Because I find I found myself in a really weird situation coming out of beauty school, graduating on a Tuesday, start working in a school as an instructor on a Thursday, on a Thursday, two days later, I'm now an instructor at a beauty school. Why? I have no fucking idea. I don't know shit about shit. I'm still trying to figure out how to use some of the tools you know, in my, in my hair kit at this point, but now I'm an instructor and, uh, no, not just any instructor. Oh, I got a title. I'm now a cutting haircutting specialist. Two days after graduation should have never happened. Felt bad. Cause I'm like, damn, these students here are paying top dollar for somebody that barely graduated two days ago. And I'm now their teacher. I don't know shit. I haven't done shit. I don't, I'm not qualified to do shit. What I'm saying is probably bullshit, but now I'm in charge of shit. <laughs> okay. So how do, and now I, this got to hit, this has to be personal. This has to be you personally. Now I was like, you know what? I, I can't be, I can't be a phony. I can't be a fraud. How am I going to become the specialist, become a real educator quickly quickly and so that's where you make a decision well if an educator studies normally i don't know 30 minutes a day or teaches 30 minutes a day or teaches one class a month or one class a week i'm going to do three four times that so every single minute of every single day of every single time you know moment that i'm in the school i'm going to be teaching i'm going to be learning on the weekends free time studying practicing teaching to no one teaching in front of a mirror teaching in front of a camera teaching learning studying practicing three four five times because i need to get like five years experience in this first year but that's a decision that you have to make how much experience do you want to get in a year because some people, unfortunately, in a year, they only get one year of experience. In two years, they get two years of experience. In three years, they get three years of experience. But what I'm telling you right now is that's a choice. You want to get five years of experience in one year, you can do it. You just have to figure out how can I take five years of workload and put it into one year? You know, on computers, they have like, they have, it's called compression. They compress files. Sometimes they call them like a zip file, you know, a zip file. So you got to figure out how to compress five years of experience into one year. If a stylist cuts a thousand heads a year and that's one year experience, 
and you cut 5,000 heads in one year, how many years of experience do you have? Think about that. So think about it. That's what it comes down to. How much experience do you want? So if you can figure that out, whatever the number of years experience you want to get doesn't mean it has to take that many years. Because isn't it about repetitions, especially if you're in something that's like a physical thing? Like if you're in a, a sport, if you do something physically, you know, and you complete a task, right? Like if you're cutting hair, if you're building something, if you're doing something physically, you got to put in the reps, you got to put in the evolutions, you got to put in the work. So it doesn't have to take five years to get five years of experience. So this is your first year. And I want you to keep that in mind. How long does it have to take? Because if you want it bad enough, you'll make those cuts, you'll make those sacrifices. You know, living in Florida, I'm supposed to be at the beach on the weekends. My first year in, mm -mm. I'm in a garage. Right? I'm in an office. I'm in a room. I'm in a classroom by myself with a bunch of heads, cutting head after head after head after head. I'm like, if I cut 20 heads this week in the garage, 20 heads next week, I started doing the math. Okay, I just did 80 heads. Plus, I'm working in a salon every single day. So I'm doing like three, four times the amount of repetitions. I'm getting three, four times the amount of heads of experience than a, a person is in a week. So that means in a week, I'm doing a, what they do in a month. Right. What a normal person does in a month, you want to be a normal person. You want to be an average person. What an average person does. Could you do three, four times more? You know, and what is that? What are we talking about? This is called your hustle muscle, right? If you've read the book, if you read your first year in the beauty industry, how to not just survive, but thrive in the business of beauty. There's a chapter in this book, chapter five. It's called hustle muscle. Right. We have this muscle. It's not like, you know, it, it's kind of like, all right, we have a bicep. Everybody has a bicep. Some people have a bicep that's developed. Some people have a bicep that you can see. Some people have a bicep that they can curl more weight than another person because it's more developed. Some people have a bicep that's bulging. One of my biceps, half of it's missing. Right. So this bicep on my right arm, I had to make stronger because a piece of it got cut off. So I had to develop it, right? And it, 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 and, you know, it went away for a while. So some people have different, but everybody has a bicep, right? So everybody has this muscle, this hustle muscle. But what it comes down to, it comes down to you developing it. It comes down to how do you want to develop it? So what is your DNA? What, is, what does it look like? What does it look like? Now, I don't care. You know, everyone wants to shit on millennials and oh, these kids these days and all that. kind. Of, I don't give a shit about any of that. Because here's what it comes down to. Each person has the muscle. It's about developing it. Now, you could not develop it. You could sit in a corner. You could let you could let the muscle go into atrophy. You could let the muscle wither away. You could let the muscle, just like every other muscle in your body, 
what is the saying? If you don't use it, you what? You lose it. So that's the thing. So no matter what generation, because I have had older students, right? And another generation, I've had younger students. I've had everything in between. But I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to the hustle muscle, everyone has it. Some people develop it. So don't be looking at somebody and being like, oh, they're, you know, he's doing this or she. No, you know what he or she's doing? If you feel like they're doing great and you're like shit in the bed and you're not getting it done, what they're doing is they're developing that hustle muscle and it's pissing you off because you know you have the hustle muscle. Everybody does. So that's your ability to work. That's your ability to put it in. That's your ability to build the business. That's your ability to build the business so you can get what you want. And what do you want? Right? Are you clear on what you want? So looking for the hustle muscle, it's in your body. It might be a physical thing where you have, you know, I felt physical pain when I was cutting that much hair because I was trying to understand what I was teaching. So when I went back in, I wasn't a fraud and a phony and I knew my shit and my work was quality. You think I felt it? Hell yeah. I felt it in every part of my body. I felt it everywhere. Did I sacrifice some sleep? Yup. Did I sacrifice beach days? Yup. Did I sacrifice hanging out with friends, whoever? Yup. Did I sacrifice every, a lot of things? Yup, yup, and yup. So one of my mentors, right, made this statement and it's true and it'll always be true. The only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. Remember that. If you're taking notes, if you're driving, you're not taking notes, write that shit down. The only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. And it's true. And it'll never not be true. So when you're working and you're like, oh, I don't feel like doing it today. Okay. But that also means that you're mailing it in. Now, are you going to have those days? Absolutely. Are you going to have those periods of time or just like, oh, I just can't get up. I have them a lot. I have them a lot, but guess what that means, right? If I don't do it today, it doesn't get done. Then tomorrow, am I going to maybe need to double up? How am I going to make up? You got to have a makeup day. You got to have a makeup day because you're going to be in pain, mental pain, physical pain. Emotional pain, all kinds of pain, you're going to be in pain. You're going to feel it. But developing that muscle, what is going to help you develop that muscle is one of the things. And one of the first things that I talk about in your first year in, if you've read it, you know where, the, where we're going, the first chapter, why, right? You got to know, why are you doing it? You know, you're trying to put food on your table. You've got kids. You've got family. You've got uh, fucking crazy shoe habit you have to support. I don't know. You need to, though. You need to know why. Because if you don't have that why in check, you're going to be like, oh, I'm calling in sick today on my success. I'm calling in sick today on my dreams. I'm calling in sick today on the work. How many sick days you think you're going to get before you find yourself behind a little bit? Behind a little bit more, behind a little bit more. Now you're so far behind. You're like, you know, what the hell with it? You know, I get, I gave up on that thing anyway. Happens all the time. 
You think people don't give up on their dreams? Go look around any city. You'll see people all over the place that gave up on their dreams. I was going to the airport last week, five in the morning, tired as hell, had worked almost all night. Alarm goes off. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to deal with this right now. I got to get up. Got to go. Got to get up. Got to go. All right. Get up. Get my shit together. Right. And I'm on a plane every other week. I live on the plane. Back and forth, back and forth. Get my shit together. Get in the car. There's not a soul on the road. I'm driving to the airport, you know, going down. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm driving by the highway. I look over and I see a park bench. And I literally see a couple dudes sitting there. And one dude has the, the blue flame, you know, a little torch. Blue flame, blue flame. Just hitting a crack pipe. Gave up. Gave up. That could have been me. You know, I don't look down on any anyone. Because that could have been me. That could be you. Gave up. Right? But how does that happen? It didn't happen overnight. It wasn't like he had everything going, had his dreams, had his vision, had his goal, had his why, had his this, had his that. It happened a little bit each day. A little bit each day. So you give up a little bit each day, a little bit each day, a little bit each day, a little bit each day. It happens. And I feel for him. I feel for everyone that's given up. And sometimes you do want to give up. But if you have that why to anchor you, that's the big thing. You need the why to anchor you to your future, to keep you anchored to your future so you don't drift away and you don't start giving up. So if this is your first year in, right? This is your first year in the beauty industry. This is your first year in. Maybe you're starting a whole new career or a whole new gig or a whole new whatever. You know, think about what those whys are and think about how can I, you know, how can I get more experience than I have now? Because I want to get there quicker. I want to get there faster. There's not a shortcut. I'm telling you right now, this is not a shortcut in a sense of the word shortcut. But this is a shortcut in the sense of you could put in twice the work and get twice the results. And you don't have to wait. Right? You don't have to wait. People even even people even do this in school, right? They get credits. You ever heard of somebody graduating early because they got the credits? They graduated high school at 15, graduated. I know somebody graduated high school at 15. Shit. I was barely in high school at 15. Graduated college at 17, 18. It happens. You know, they they put in they put in a whole hell of a lot more work than I did. I can't be mad at them. I can only congratulate them. So what are you going to do? So that's what I want you guys to be thinking about because now we got half of the year in the books. 2021, half gone, gone. A few more months, boom. We're going into fall. I already see fucking pumpkins out there and scarecrows in front of stores. And like they're already in Halloween. We're, we're in August right now. They're in Halloween. They're in October. So they're already in fall. So the year is going by. Now, maybe you've been sitting on your ass, resting on your laurels, just kind of waiting and waiting and hoping and poking and praying and doing whatever. But now you're like, oh, shit, now it's August and the year's almost, you know, going to be gone. And I'm not where I want to be, not where I need to be, not where I should be, not where I could be. 
So, okay, maybe you took a couple months off. You didn't do it at one time, right? It wasn't like you took a month off, but you took a little off today, a little off yesterday, and that shit slowly adds up. So what could you do? Could you get head down focused? Could you get tunnel vision focused? Could you do that for 30 days? Because in 30 days, you could probably do two to three months of work in 30 days if you really got focused. Be honest with yourself. If you really got focused, if you really stop bullshitting around with yourself, stop bullshitting around with me and whoever, if you really got dialed in, I'm talking like dialed in, laser focused, what could you do in 30 days? Probably more than you did in the last 90. I know I could. You know, I got challenged. I mean, during COVID, I'm like, oh, yeah, all this shit about I was going to build a website for our salons and all of a sudden the money went away. And what, But I got laser focused in like 72 hours, built an entire website with every single product that we have to sell. Took years to do it. Did it? No, it didn't take years to do it. It took years to make a decision. It only took 72 hours to do it because I was forced back against the wall by COVID, like you got no cash flow. What are you going to do now? So that shows you could rise to the occasion. You get your put, you get your ass pushed back against the wall. What could you do? So that's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to make a decision right now. I'm asking you to make a decision what you're going to do. I'm asking you to make a decision about these next 30 days. I'm asking you to make a decision in these next 30 seconds that you're going to stop bullshitting with me, stop bullshitting with you, get serious. Your back is against the wall, and let's see what you can accomplish. So I hope you guys are going to take that challenge, and I'll check back in with you next week and see where you're at. So thanks a lot for tuning in, guys. Thanks for listening to the YFY podcast. And remember all things YFYI, your first year in the beauty industry, your first year as a salon owner, your first year in business, no matter what industry you're in. If you're in the beauty industry or not, your first year in is your first year in is your first year in. Go to yourfirstyearin.com if you want to support. Grab a couple books there. I'm telling you to be a great investment. Invest in yourself is the best investment you'll ever make. I'll get those out to you. Sign, put a little message in there. Sign them, send them to you. Yourfirstyearin.com go in there. If you review the podcast, if you've already reviewed the podcast, if you're like, look, Sonny, I already reviewed the fucking podcast in the past. And I didn't know, but I didn't know. And you want one of these, the I heart YFYI t-shirts. You want one of these, you're going to get one for free. Just let me know. You did the review. Where's it at? Is it on Spotify? Is it on, uh, I don't know where else iTunes. Is it on the Apple podcast app? Is it on Stitcher? Where did you review the podcast? Show me the money. Show me the receipts. Take a screenshot. DM me at SunnyD1.0 on Instagram. DM me and I'm going to send you a t-shirt because that's going to help the podcast spread through the ethers and let everybody know about it. We want to get into everyone's ear and keep people moving along as they're going through their first year in. But until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in. Remember, we got 222 episodes for you to check out on the podcast app of your choice. Leave a rating, five-star, hopefully leave a review, get a free t-shirt, go to yourfirstyearin.com for all the other goods. And I will be talking to you soon. And all things, if you want to keep up with me, it's all on the gram. Every little project I got going on at SunnyD1.0. That's it. 
Until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in to the YFY podcast. And remember, this is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, and just like that, the episode is over. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that episode. Hopefully, you enjoyed it as much as I did making it. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you're going to do. The challenge is on. I have issued the challenge to you the next 30 days for the rest of the year. You can make up whatever time lost, whatever, leave it in the past, right? The game, keep playing until the final buzzer. The game is not over. This year is four quarters and we're we're just past halftime. It's time to turn it up a notch. It's time to make up any lost ground. It's time to put the blinders on. And I can't wait to see what you guys are going to do. Thanks again for tuning into the YFY podcast. And I'll see you guys, talk to you guys on the next episode next week. I'm out. <laughs>